Hi friends and welcome to Live Well with Emily, a podcast where we talk about all things yoga, Ayurveda, mindful living, and holistic wellness. My goal is to inspire and empower you to connect more deeply with yourself and the world around you so that you can live a happier, healthier, more peaceful life. Thanks for being here. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is a short little Q&A today. I don't have too many questions here, so we should get through them pretty quickly. Um, And I am just going to jump right in, I guess. I'm not going to waste your time. So, um, okay, number one, how do you feed your kid the food you make? or healthy food in general. My kid eats so bad, and I don't know what to do because she won't eat anything good I put in front of her. Okay, so for one, I think not stressing too much about this is key. Of course, we want you know our, our children to eat well, and we want to do our best in providing them a healthy and, and nutritious meal, but ultimately you can't really force them to eat anything and everything, right? Um, unless you want to have them start correlating mealtime with stress and fights. And so, you know, number one, don't beat yourself up if your child isn't eating perfectly. Um, I think we just need to take one little step at a time. Connor definitely doesn't eat everything I make him. And so many times I make food knowing that he's going to say no to it. But one of my goals is to just get the food on the plate, offer it up, right? Let him see it again and again and again. And eventually he does try it and he either likes it or he doesn't. And that's fine. But, you know, even when he doesn't like it, I, I put it on his plate again because he's constantly changing his mind about what he likes naturally. Right. Um, but I generally give Connor, you know, a smoothie in the mornings with wild blueberries, all the leafy greens, yogurt, seeds, coconut milk, um, coconut water, or some sort of juice in there too, like apple juice or orange juice, and a little bit of a supplement powder. Um, Smoothies are a really great way to hide healthy things. Like Connor definitely wouldn't eat leafy greens if they were just on his plate, but when I put them in smoothies or in soups or something, he eats them that way, so that works for me. Um, I will also, for breakfast a lot of times, I'll make him an egg with avocado, I'll put a peach on there, some sourdough bread with butter, sauerkraut, um, or some little organic grass-fed breakfast sausage links. He loves those. Uh, And then for lunch, we generally do something very basic, like a green apple sliced up, um, some good quality cheese, another like fermented food like sauerkraut, something like that, Um, and then maybe some crackers or some sourdough bread with almond butter and honey and cinnamon. Um, And then for dinner, dinner varies a lot, but it really could be anything from like pasta to a veggie pureed soup. He loves pureed soup and it is really such an easy way to get good nutrients in your kids. So that's a great one. You can add veggie or bone broth to the pasta sauce too um, to make it more nutrient dense. And I definitely have that obviously in the pureed soups that I make too. Um, and that's just a nice way to add in a little more secret 
<laughs> secret nutrients, you know. Um, and I'll just do simple meals like, you know, chicken and roasted veggies cooked in ghee and topped with a yummy, good homemade sauce. Um, Connor really likes to eat potatoes and beets and onions and bell peppers, parsnips, carrots, broccoli. Um, that's pretty much it, I guess, for veggies, though. But for snacks... I love doing kale chips and berries, apple and peanut butter, um, yogurt, applesauce, cheese and crackers, things like that. And of course he loves, you know, treats. So I just do my best to make them myself or get like a healthier, quote unquote, healthier version from the grocery store. But we're definitely not perfect. Like Connor has his fair share of French fries from the Wilderness Brewing Company, which at least, you know, the fries are cooked in duck fat and not vegetable oil, but they're still French fries, you know, and he eats pizza from Whole Foods and stuff like that too. So, you know, we, we have our, our days, right? We have our meals that are not perfect by any means. Um, and when he does eat that way, I just, I don't worry about it too much, right? Like I know he eats well on a regular basis and I want him to enjoy food as much as I do. So, um, and I think maybe involving your child in the cooking process more often, you'll be able to sort of spark some interest. Like Connor loves cooking with me, like helping me cook in the kitchen. And then he's excited to eat whatever it is that we made together. So like I'll make a homemade pizza sometimes and he'll put his toppings on it and we'll get veggies in there and I'll have, you know, some veggie broth or bone broth in the, in the pasta sauce that I, or the pizza sauce that I make and things like that. So, and it's like a sourdough bread or it's at least a whole wheat or an einkorn bread, something like that. Um, flour that I make, you know? Um, so you know, and then he's excited to eat the pizza, even though it's pizza, at least now I made it with quality ingredients and he's, he's getting nutrients from it. Right. Um, so that helps. And I would just say, keep putting it in front of them, right? Keep like, let your daughter have the option over and over again. And eventually she will eat it. Right. I don't force Connor to eat things. Um, that he doesn't like or that he doesn't want because I do trust his intuition with that. So like when he needs veggies, I know he will eat a bunch of veggies and he does. Um, and then when, when other times when he's like, no, I, I don't want sauerkraut this time or whatever, then I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, he's had sauerkraut for breakfast and lunch. Maybe he doesn't need it for dinner right now. Right. I do try to get fermented, like a little forkful of some sort of fermented food on his plate with every meal. But you know, when he doesn't eat it, that's okay too. Um, I just don't want there to be, um, pressure at the dinner table for anyone, right? For mom or for child. So yeah, I think keep offering, offering, offering all the different foods and don't get too caught up on how much they eat or don't eat, right? It's a constantly evolving process. So don't give up on it. Um, also if they, you know, only like certain foods, like if they're only eating Cheez-Its or she only likes donuts or chicken nuggets or something, make the healthier versions of them f yourself, right? Kind of like I said with the, with the pizza, like you can make all of those things. Um, uh, sorry, I feel like I hear, hold on, Connor is yelling for me at the moment. He's in the other room. So pause. Okay. I'm back and I have Connor with me. Do you want to say hi? 
Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm just finishing up my Q&A podcast episode. Okay. And then we can play some more. But I don't why. You don't know why? Because that's what I got to do. Um, okay. So, so yeah. Um, where was I? I don't even know anymore. Making your own food, whatever it is that she might like. If she loves chicken nuggets or whatever, then you can start making them in a healthier way, or at least buying a healthier version at the grocery store, right? Something like that. Um, and slowly but surely moving on to other kinds of foods and just keep keep bringing them onto the plate and things will start to change. Right, Connor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Um, which collagen supplement do you use? Okay, so at the moment, I just drink bone broth. I, um, yeah, I mean, I love bone broth because it's a whole food source, right? So, and it has so many other nutrients in it, it as vitamins, as minerals, it has all sorts of health benefits. So, I suggest buying um, a high quality bone broth or making a big batch yourself. Okay, with spices and herbs and, um, you know, just sipping on that at least several times a week, that'll be a great way to get your collagen plus a plethora of other things too. If you don't do bone broth for whatever reason, I'd say um, go with Vital Proteins collagen powder, or sorry, collagen peptides, which is a powder. But um, that's a great one. That's a good quality one that I'm actually um, going to be ordering soon. So, yeah. Okay. Um, number three, and I think this is the final one. Yeah, this is the last one. So, okay. How are you supposed to make and eat home-cooked meals every day if you work nine to five? I don't buy it. Hold on, hold on. I'm almost done. If you work nine to five and but don't have time. Okay, so great question. And it's probably going to have to, you know, be a little different for everyone because everyone has a different schedule. Hey, you'll be quiet for a second. What are you telling me? I'm telling this. You're telling me what? I'm telling. Okay, just listen for a second. I'm almost done, okay? I don't want to listen. Well, honey, just give me one second. I'm almost done, Okay. Um, so, okay, so, uh, home-cooked meals every day if you work nine to five and don't have time. Right, so this is going to be different for everyone based on their own, you know, different schedule and physical and mental capacity to make all their own food and things like that. So I'd say, again, one step at a time, just like with the other, um, with the other question that I answered about the kids, um, so I would say for, you know, some examples of easy meals that you could start making would be like for wholesome breakfasts, let's do overnight oats um, or make a batch of healthy breakfast cookies or a chia seed pudding. Um, those are easy, simple, simple, healthy breakfast foods that you can have. And they're easily ready to be on the go too, which is nice if you're like running out right in the morning. Um, or even like a yogurt parfait, right, would be a great option too. Um, you can prepare, you know, all of those foods either the night before or you could prepare them on like the Sunday for the week ahead. Um, so then you could have like a batch made and you could just grab them out of the fridge every day so you don't have to do it the night before. If the night before sounds 
like it's too much already, <laughs> which, you know, for some people it totally is. Um, and then for lunch, if you're, you know, eating, if you're at work, um, I would say salads are going to be a great option, especially now that it's summer. They're, they're great for summertime for pitta season. Um, but I would also even do like soups, right? And easy sandwiches. I am totally not opposed to like a peanut butter and jelly, almond butter and jelly sandwich or something like that with, with some sides that are nice and wholesome. Um, and again, with the soup, you, you could make like a huge batch for the week and you could bring it in a thermos when you go to work so it could still be warm. Um, um, you know, charcuterie boards would be a simple lunch option too for work. You know, you just pack up sort of like a picnic, right? Like just pack up some high quality cheese and some olives and nuts and berries or fruit or if you eat meat, you could put some, some good quality meats in there. Um, nuts, if I didn't say that. So, you know, things like, things like that might work really nicely that you don't have to do too much with, like slice up an avocado, have some, um, you know, artichokes, artichoke hearts on the side or something, have just like a nice little picnic for yourself, um, is totally a great option. And then for dinner, you could, you know, dinner could be cooking all day actually in the crock pot while you're at work, right? Which could then be your lunch for the next day like leftover lunch. Um, you could do sheet pan dinners are always a go-to in our house. So roasting some veggies, cooking up some grains and beans and a, a protein um, is simple and time efficient. There's definitely, you know, there's, there's so many ways that you can go about it. It just takes a little bit of tinkering to make it all happen in a way that works for you and that feels fun and satisfying, right? It doesn't have to be some crazy complicated meal every time. It doesn't need to be some fancy, super cool, extravagant meal, right? Like you could, you could also just get an already cooked rotisserie chicken and just saute up some veggies, add a little lemon and olive oil on top, and there you go. You have dinner or you can repurpose that for lunch the next day. Um, and eventually when it doesn't feel so daunting, maybe you can start to cook the whole chicken for yourself and eat that over the next several days. But again, it's just one step at a time. Um, yeah, hopefully that gave you some ideas. Um, okay. Yeah. So those are all the questions that I got for Q and a this, this round. It's funny. They're all about food, but that makes sense, I guess, since I'm writing the cookbook. And so most people who are reaching out to me these days, they're reaching out to me about food rather than yoga and stuff. So, um, yeah, but that's great. That's awesome. Food is wonderful. It's a great place to start if you're, you know, on a holistic health journey. So food is medicine. So yay. Okay. Well, thank you everyone. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer on my next Q and a, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram or an email to hello at emilyobrienwellness.com and I will answer them on the next Q&A. Okay, thank you guys. Do you want to say bye, Connor? Bye. Say, I love you. I love you. I love you too. Bye, guys. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe to it. Leave a nice review and give it a five-star rating so that more people can find it and I can continue to do what I'm doing here. I'll be back next week with some more health and wellness goodies for you. So stay tuned.
Love you.